Hello and welcome to Audionautic Deep Space Network, episode 51. Almost a year of Audionautic. We've got something yeah. special planned for uh, next week for that. This is our weekly music production, technology, and marketing podcast. And today, we are going to be demoing some very cool iOS apps for sound design. And then we'll talk some interesting new playlist updates from Bandcamp, as well as a Spotify social media feature. I don't know. Curtis can elaborate better on that, but that's what it sounds like. And then, of course, what's an episode of ADSN without gear news? My name is Sun Warper, and with me today is Curtis. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Wednesday, we're back. Uh, yeah, it's been mental. I like Every week, it's like I shut my eyes, and it's Thursday morning, and then I open them again, and it's Wednesday evening. And it's like, <laughs> hey, cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I get you, man. It comes quick. Yeah, very much so, but in a good way, totally. Um, oh yeah, I've been good. It's been busy. Uh, hello to everyone in the chat. Love to see it. It's been a live. People are sharing what they've been listening to. Frequency Control Center. They've been on the new Orbital album. I need to listen to that. It's always interesting. There's, yeah. What have you been listening to, man? I've actually, apparently I was living under a rock. I've been listening to MF Doom lately. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I was, ha- you know me getting into like all the SP stuff. I was checking it out. Ian like says in the chat that he doesn't have video. Is it just me? Let us know, chat, if you guys can see us. Because everything on my end looks good. And yeah, so just let us know. But welcome everyone in the chat. Uh, let us know what you've been up to this week as well. Have you guys been working on any music? What are you guys listening to? Yeah, let us know. Um, so yeah, that's what you've been listening to. What have you been up to? Man, I had a, a busy week. I uh, got a bunch of stuff done. I've had to finish some mixes and masters, been mastering for some other people on the label soon, that upcoming soon, I should say. And then I did my first Dawless live stream on Thursday, which was a ton of fun. Uh, lots of people popped up in the chat. It was great to kind of dialogue while I was working on the song, like, oh, should I do this or should I do that? And kind of let the chat run where the song goes. It, it was it was a really interesting way of doing it. Had a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, that... I, I have to fix some things, like I don't like the camera I'm using, but I'm kind of stuck with it. But I saw something that you can get, it's like an $8 app that you can use your phone's camera as the live stream. If you connect like lightning from the iPhone to your computer, you can use, because this has 4K camera. So that's what I'm looking into now. And then uh, my microphone was a little far away. So when the audio started playing, it was like, very loud compared to my mic well you were there uh, i'm sure you can attest but it was a lot of fun i mean it was. you could probably tell me better but for me it was fun <laughs> yeah no it was good fun it was nice to see how you kind of pick everything together uh, i watched it with juan uh j-bell um, nice, yeah. uh jamming out and we just we had you we had you up on the on the big screen and it was lovely to see it all kind of come together um i think the uh the video again it's that very retro side of things which was quite nice um, <laughs> it's, it's the camera i've got there <laughs> I, I, I think it was like again we like we come back into this kind of like whole youtube thing where everything must be polished and prim and proper and i no, i, I just I, like I hate that grain on it it's so like grainy and the color grading is so wonky uh i i just i don't like it's so gray everything gets like this gray wash but it's yeah, fine i mean it works and one of the things that I am learning from it, and also just from doing these for a year, is um, is that it doesn't. Nothing has to be perfect, you know. It's live. That's part of it. Is that things go wrong, or that things mm. can go wrong, and you just kind of work with it and have fun with it in that way. And I'm I'm starting to really like that about music live streaming. 
yeah entirely um as a as a minor segue slightly from that uh talking of going live and things going wrong uh, the chat is very clued in there is no eon lake this week uh which we are very sad to have um uh, internet issues yes my internet service is down yeah eon lake just I, w- I was hoping to get like a third chat box and put oh. eon lake has a like a plushie of his head and i really wanted to get that or like a cardboard cutout would have been really nice but uh-huh. alas He's he can't be here, but he's in the chat, so he's still with us. Not just in spirit; I mean, he's actually with us in the chat. Um, so you know, it'll be all right. But we've got a lot planned today. But first, I want to hear Curtis. What have you been up to? I've been editing. It's yeah. been I've uh, I've been editing uh, as well as uh, we've been doing some handy work around the house, and so it's been like stripping paint back paint, stripping back paint. So the majority of the time that I've been at the desk doing stuff for this and for curtis i've been mainly editing um i did your uh music i did your music for imagine landscape stuff which is all frivolous and up in the air we don't really know what's going on there but it's gonna be very interesting something's doing... going on exactly something's going in um when do we have to tune in for that when when might we have to tune in for that 24 to 23 24 to 23 yeah, friday uh, that's, exactly. that's what everything's pointing to <laughs> uh, um Oh uh, yeah, and just some artwork that I've had some commissions for, which has been mainly my thing. So it's been editing, animation, digital art, that stuff. It's been nice. I haven't had one of those in a while. So it's mm-hmm. been nice to kind of the live set. I've been dabbling with the live streaming also, um, and just kind of casually. So it's and it's nice just to have a it's a different hat, it's a different brain. It's just it's a, very different. Uh, very different, yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember when mine started, my brain just kind of stopped and I was trying to talk. And then I was trying to, I had an idea of what I wanted to play, like a chord progression, and I didn't think to translate it to how the circuit works. And so I was just like, I felt like time stopped and I was just like fumbling with these little pads on the circuit. But it all, it all worked. But I was like, oh my God. It's been, it's been really fun when I have been playing in that regard. Like, as you say, like trying to get your brain to work. Like I've been trying this thing where I just, I hit record. And I usually I'd start with the Ultranova just because, again, because of like uh, without, I can play without seeing it, you know? Yeah. And I just kind of close my eyes and just kind of whack my hands on the keyboard and see what comes out. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Like that. And then I have, and whatever, because I'm recording, because I'm recording, it has to be that. So I have to, I've got to work with that as opposed to like, you know, carefully kind of put in what a chord might be and where I'm going to go and if it's diminished or whatever. Yeah. I'm just going to bang so that's quite fun in that room. what happens happens right exactly exactly but again we'd like to know what you guys in the chat have been up to uh listening to tracks playing around we're t- talking later on today about live streaming and live setups so be curious to know if you've got any comments or thoughts about that at all um there's a couple of guys in here who have been gearing up for playing live so we'd like to know your thoughts and where you're at with that yeah, definitely. We'll be going through what we're kind of setting up both for our live streams and live sets to degree. Uh, wish Ian Lake was here, but he can talk in the chat when we get there because he's doing a live set. So it'll be interesting to see the difference between our live stream setups and the set setups. But yeah, completely. Um, that is at the end of the show. We've got a lot to go through from that. As you said, you've wonderfully introduced it. So Sam Warper. What's going on in the whole world of iOS apps? I was talking with an iOS developer who does some really cool apps. He goes by We Name You Apps. Alex is his name. And he sent over a few codes for some very interesting apps. 
I he, he sent me a few. I've only so far gotten to use the sine wave app called Sinusidu, and then this really cool granular looper and sampler called uh, Soundfruz. And this thing's crazy. So I did a demo of both. The first demo that we'll play is from Soundfruz, and basically I reamp the sounds coming out of my speakers into the iPad and then send it into my SP and then we'll talk about the sine wave app. The sine wave app video is from my YouTube channel because I did it a couple weeks ago but I, I wanted to do that justice as well because there's some really cool stuff. Um, so do you want to get into it? Yeah, before we do, uh, Eon Lake pops in. Uh, I've been doing some rehearsal stuff all in the box with controllers at the moment for portability. Nice. It's an interesting way of going there. And David is also in the chat. How is it going, David? Let us know uh, what you've been up to. And if you want to share what music you've been listening to, we're kind of all talking what we've been up to lately. Um, it's good to hear. But shall we check out this sound fruise? Yeah. Hi, David. Let's go to it. All right. Here we go. Hey, friends. Sun Warper here. Today, we are checking out sound fruise from We Name You Apps. And this is their live sampler and looper. And you can do some really cool granular effects with it. I'm using the iPad's microphone and it's taking all this information in, and then you can do some crazy stuff with it. In, and then you can do some crazy... So somehow that's me talking. What I think we're gonna do is sample a few sounds from here, my SP, and then resample that sound back in. So the way I've got the setup running, I'm just capturing audio from the iPad's microphone and it's gonna capture the SP. So I wanna do that because I kinda of wanna get some air to it. Basically reamp the sounds from the SP into the iPad with a microphone, just adds a little more air and stuff like that. So let's find a sound we like. This is an old project. I'm gonna sample that in. I really like that sound. So let's put that right. Okay, so now what we can do, let's move this, put it over here. So let's just chop that up. those in, assign to pad. Okay, so let's figure out the tempo of that.
Nice. Okay, so we've got some massive drums now. All right, so there's a ton you can do with it. I just wanted to do some really cool sound design. Let us know either in the live chat or in the comments if you're watching this back, if you want us to delve more into sound design with this, especially with synths or pianos or samples or something like this. There's a ton you can do with it. All of the effects that are thrown in there make for some really cool sound design. I highly recommend checking it out and they've got some other cool apps. We're also right now gonna take a look at Sinusidu, which is their sine wave app and it's a ton of fun. So let's go check that out. In today's video, we're gonna take a look at how to use sine waves from an iOS app and some effects from the SP404 to create lush drones and soundscapes that work great for ambient music, but they're also great as a sample to build a beat from. Today, I'm using Sinusidu from We Name You Apps, who were kind enough to send over a code to check it out. So sine waves may seem very basic. Because of how basic they are, they can be shaped into a ton of different sounds using effects to color them, and so that's what I want to explore today. We'll make some latch sounds, because this is awesome, you can actually hold sounds on this, and then we'll also resample some sounds into the SP, and we'll go from there.
So that's an easy way to create lush soundscapes, whether you want to use them for ambient drones or to resample in a DAWless setup or even in your DAW. Have you tried iOS apps for music making? I've been getting really into it. If you've seen any of the recent videos on my channel and it's an awesome way to kind of get more flexibility in a DAWless setup or just in a portable setup. Let me know in the comments if you've tried any iOS apps and what they were. What did you think about SoundFruise and uh, SinusEdu? I think they're really interesting, really intuitive, very different to what personally I would use in my setup, which is, I think, kind of the point. It looks like you can, especially if you're into your sampling, to be able to make something very, very quickly. And then we're always talking about making a sample your own and playing around with it that looks like a very intuitive way of doing so yeah it's a lot of fun it takes a little while to kind of figure out especially with soundfruise how to do everything i mean i barely scratched the surface making that drum sound so there's a lot more you can do with it but i i think between that and then messing with my voice at the start it's kind of a good example of like some of the sonic capabilities of it and then with sinusidu it seems very simple because it's just sine waves and it's got each note on the two keyboards which is cool you get two keyboards rather than one uh has like a ring modulator on the bottom so you, that's individual to that note not like to the chord and not to that keyboard but to that note so it's really crazy the weird sounds you can get and if you sample it into something to color it you can get some crazy stuff um eon lake in the chat says very quick way to establish mood i like that aspect a lot yeah Definitely. I was thinking too, one of the cool things for SoundFruise would be just to make background sounds, like to, to sample in just random noises or something and then change the pitch to get these really weird, I guess like techno rumbles or something for lack of a better word, but just like background noises. Like we've talked before with, I think Jupes mentioned it uh, about just like recording random sounds to put under like bird noise and stuff like that, bird song. This, you could just get these weird sounds that you can control the sample size and duration and things like that. Sinusidu is $4 on the App Store. Soundfruise is $7. And he also offers a bundle that comes with Sinusidu, Soundfruise, and three other apps that I haven't used yet for $14.99. And I guess the normal price would be $20.95 if you bought them all separately. So uh, we did put a link to Soundfruise in the chat, and you can then check out all the other ones from there. It's amazing when you think the democratization of uh, music production gets to a degree, and then it just goes one step further. With all these iOS apps coming in really yeah. cheap, very intuitive, and just going, I say a bundle for $15. That's... <laughs> Yeah, speaking of, Eon like said, bundle it is, yeah. Uh, I'd be curious to hear if anybody is looking at grabbing these and maybe what they're thinking of using them for, especially SoundFruise. If anybody's looking into grabbing that, it's there's so much you could do with that. I'd be curious if anyone's thinking of ways outside of, like I said, I just scratched the surface with some of it, but just the sound design stuff, that lo-fi setting was so cool. <laughs> We, yeah, we'd love to know what you guys, if you get it, grab it, and what you play with it, head over to our Discord, put it there. It'd be a great way to see what you're doing. Um, yeah, and just a quick disclaimer, Alex did send them over, but uh, he had no say in anything we're talking about it. Just wanted to spread the word of a really cool app or apps that you should check out or can check out. Spread the love. Yeah. Um, it's nice to see. Uh, so we'd love to see it. And we thank you for joining us and everything like that. And if you like what, what you've just seen there and you want to see more of it, spread the word. Show more people or like-minded people or people you think will get a kick out of weird iOS apps and weird iOS or weird music production channels such as ours. Uh, yeah, and if you really want to help, you can leave a like on the video because it helps 
a ton with the algorithm to push the live streams and things like that. I noticed with live streams, they have a very, they tend to have a very short shelf life, like afterwards. I noticed it on my own and then sometimes with these and things like that. It's interesting compared to a normal video that grows as it goes. Live streams seem to get like a big hit at the start and like the day or two after and then kind of taper off. It's interesting. I think that's something we can talk about in a marketing segment, the different formats of algorithmic pushes with different types of videos on YouTube. It's very interesting. Completely. Um, so, yeah. Um, I mean, like, it makes sense in a, in a way, like what's hit live today becomes yeah. past tense tomorrow. Um, but some of our clips are from live and that's kind of interesting in its own right. Yeah, but it's a way to kind of get a second life on something, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, very much so. So, yeah. Um, this show is brought to us by our patrons. A couple of you are in the chat, and we love you for it. We've got Bendu's there, Hydra Fighter. We've got uh, Ace of Strike David. Um, we've got also Shady uh, Ridge in there as well, which is lovely to see. Um, and uh, another patron is releasing on Shady Ridge on the 24th, which is just Friday. Um, Willebrandt has got that coming out as well, which is going to be amazing. So we thank you. And if you like what you do here or like what we do, sorry, uh, consider becoming a patron. Pledges start at two dollars um, and there's a lot of back access. We've got uh, communities in Twitter and in on Discord where we like to share what we're up to. And it's a little growing community within a community. And it's lovely. Yeah. And special shout out to our audio not engineer McKinley A. Very much so. Um, what's next, Sam Whopper? Well, we've got a lot of news. What do Mm -hmm. you and what does the chat want to talk first? Gear news or uh, some interesting things with Bandcamp and Spotify? So streaming slash music release news, I guess. I don't know. Um, And yeah, so there's Bandcamp. There's another free app, which we found. Uh, And yes, the latest coming out of Spotify. If you want to let us know, uh, we can go there. Eon Lake says, yes, he wants to hear the Willowbrand release. And uh, Shady Ridge is there in there as well. Um, should we go ahead with Bandcamp? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go with that. Or, okay, let's do that. Let's go with that. So, no, oh, Eon uh, Lake says gear, though. Well, democracy had it, so let's go with the gear. So, <laughs> since Eon Lake's not here, we'll, uh, let's, we'll, let's let we'll go with that. He also said please. He was very nice about it. So, well, I think we have to. We have to. So, um, this is really cool. We found this. We're talking of uh, iOS apps. Um, we have this little uh, FM synthesizer, which is a free synth for Mac and Windows. Um, so, three operator synth that includes control for multi mode and filter. Um, has uh, lots of built in effects such as distortion, delay, and reverb, as well as a chord mode, which is really nice. Uh, really uh, quick way. Little inspiration machine. And if you listen, to the sound that we've got we've got some very should we say retro tones um sure I'll, i don't know I'll, let's check it out <laughs> I'll play it. Have a look. i love the way that the visualizer comes up there that's pretty cool like an oscilloscope or something Is there one more? 
There should be. Looks like there's like 30 seconds. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. That, that's 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 a one way to use it. Very nicely done. There you go. Stick two together. There you go. <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. Very that is cool. the MS. That is yeah. It's very free as well. That's very cool. Very, very free. free. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can get it. There's a link on the website which I'll put in the chat now. Um, completely free. Great way thing. It's on both Mac and Windows. Very kind of old school sounds. Um, a little inspiration box. Um, if you're looking for something, I nearly put it in your chat. Uh, if uh -oh. you're looking for something, <laughs> if you're looking uh, for something different, a little bit new, and you're a bit strapped for cash, then yeah, go for the MS2. Uh, yeah, even Eon like agrees. He said good sounds, but we did. I think I've said David. He cast a vote for streaming, wow, and then he was very it. disappointed that Eon Lake took the initiative first and said. Uh, to do gear <laughs> well let's 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 turn that phone upside down sorry david uh let's turn that around let's go straight across then to spotify um spotify it's really it's really interesting um this came through um spotify is launching it looks like and this is a question page here but i've already seen it and i believe it's happening um the uh there's a vertical swipe function coming in on spotify hmm. this is spotify going uh going social i suppose you could say they've always they've been edging towards the idea of a social media site for a while snailing um as one might say and this <laughs> is the next stage um basically they're taking the canvases that you have on your tracks when you release on spotify and they will be played in the discovery section of well and what i believe will be a new section for uh spotify and you can listen to a song you can play the song the canvas will play and then you move on to the next one you can just swipe up and you go to the next one here um i saw this on my spotify at the beginning of the year and then it disappeared so hmm. i feel like they were trying You're one of the beta testers or something or a glitch to myself. yeah or yeah. a glitch yeah turns out turns out they're like here Curtis, have that. <laughs> get a sneak um, preview <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Just for Audionautic, an Audionautic exclusive. <laughs> but you took no proof of it, so we have no evidence. So, exactly, <laughs> way to go, yeah. Curtis. <laughs> Who would have known that on the 22nd of February, then that would become true? You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but it's really So, basically, yeah, so it's a flip up in the same way that you have like a Discover Weekly playlist. I suppose it's like a derivative of that. I, My understanding of it, as far as I could see, is they just want to keep you on the screen. They just want to keep you on screen. Oh, I'm sure. It's just like TikTok. It's and what Instagram was trying to do before they got all that flack for their full page uh, reels. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, we talk about it pretty much every episode. But yeah, it's interesting. I, I wonder if it's also going to be tied to their marquee advertising. Because you can do yeah. those full page. Let me know, Chad, if you guys have seen this. But uh, sometimes when you open Spotify, a full page ad so to speak pops up saying like new release from this artist like someone you follow it's usually someone you follow or listen to frequently or like but it's like a full page thing that takes up that's their marquee advertising and of course smaller artists can't use it you have to have i think like fifteen thousand streams a month or something just to do it but then you have to pay them obviously it's an advertising thing but i wonder if this is going to translate into that or if this is where they're going but obviously like you said it's to keep people engaged and on the platform, same as TikTok, same as Instagram. That's what they're going for. Uh, we've got some chat, some interesting chat. <laughs> some interesting <laughs> chat. We got Frequency Control Center about something better about gear, said that uh, he downloaded. We'll have a play with that later. 
Eon Lake then on back on the Spotify topic says, oh, great, Spotify are going to reinvent social media. So here for that. Yeah, I'm sure we all are. And then Monochrome Echo dropping in. <laughs> hey, what's up, Monochrome? Uh, he says, sounds like music Tinder. Yeah, I think it's swipe up and down rather than left, right. But, you know, the same. Yeah, semantic. I guess they're, they're trying to reinvent Tinder for music, you know. Uh, Frequency <laughs> Control Center says, another thing that's no help for artists. I don't necessarily agree with that because, like, I was just... Looking at your story, Curtis, you played some artists, or you put a artist Spotify up, and it had the canvas, and I was just like staring at this canvas because it was so interesting. And I said, I need to go listen to this song, and so I opened it and saved it for later because I had to go live. So, to some degree, striking visual aspects, which a lot of our listeners uh, do with their music and canvases and videos and things like that, it might have a little bit of play there. It might. Mm-hmm. Uh, and FCC also says just more for the money machine. That I do agree with. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah, so you've got that. You've got that swipe feature. I think that would be really good, really interactive in a way. Again, it's that beauty of you get a bit mesmerized by the Canva. Like the canvas yeah. are re- canvases sorry, are really nice and they're mm-hmm. really good for what they do. There's also, I feel, is the underutilized widescreen version that they put on TV screens. Um, uh, yeah. That could be really interesting because then yeah. you've got a whole kind of visual aspect again another level to the visual aspect of your and don't uh, forget their podcasts have video our podcast on spotify is full widescreen video which if you'd like to help maybe give a rating over there the link's in the description (laughs) or just check it out if you listen to podcasts over there yeah i mean we've been saying for years like when me and me and my friends we're sitting around having a bit of a session listening to music a lot of the underground music and a lot of the music you listen to it's just the audio aspect when Mm -hmm. really a, a real you know, if you're in a in a in a visual setting, you need that visual side of things. So that can never be a bad thing, you know. And if that turns into streams and buys on Bandcamp, that even better. Oh well, that's a great way to talk about playlists on Bandcamp. Now it's not what you think. This news came up real quick right before the show. I saw that Bandcamp posted it on Instagram, and I was like, we've got to talk about it. Um, I I couldn't find it on their website. I just saw it on their Instagram, but they give a description of it so do you want to share that instagram oh, no. and then we'll talk about it I, li- I like the way you found it on instagram first and you couldn't find it on Bandcamp. it's just an interesting one to me uh, <laughs> now it could I, again i was getting ready for the show and trying to link all the videos that we were playing in this one so I, i'm not saying it's not there i just didn't see it so i swear to what they're saying is that you can now use the Bandcamp app only on your phone it looks like not on desktop to make playlists and here's the key from the music in your collection go ahead and swipe to the next one Click. There we go. So there, they're just showing an example of what the playlist will look like. Go ahead and hit the next one. Again, when you find a song that you own, you can hit add to playlist to do it. I think there's two more. Yeah, and they're just showing like what the playlists look like when you have multiple playlists. And then the last one, they say, this is what I wanted to talk about with you and with the chat. This is just the start. More playlist features are in the works. Before... We go there, though. I just want to read what they actually say. They say, you can now use the Bandcamp app to make playlists from the music in your collection. Just go to the new playlist tab on your collection and create a playlist. Start adding music from your collection to the new playlist. You can even download your playlist to take them on the go. And then they again say, this is just to start. More playlist features are in the work works. Now, we've been talking ever since that epic buyout, buy, whatever you want to call it, that there's got to be a reason Epic bought Bandcamp. 
Um, and they've been pretty silent, and I think this is maybe the first of some new things coming. I'm very curious to see where it goes from there. Um, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I think this is great. It's really cool. Bendu, I don't think they're shareable, he asked in the chat, because they keep saying your collection, and it's, from my understanding of collections as a Bandcamp listener and artist, uh, that's things you buy or are given download codes for, so if it's not in your collection, I don't think you can share it. But they're saying there's more news to come. To come, I still think we might be seeing a Bandcamp streaming thing in the near-ish future. But that brings up a whole other can of worms of like copyright, royalty, things like that. Uh, getting music like distribution, uh, it's going to be interesting. But anyways, this is good news. I think this is really cool. I'm curious to hear your take and what you think. Is this in, in, insinuating more to come? Uh, yeah, I, I feel for sure. You know, I mean, uh, the I think plays is the beginning of something. Like you say, they what they overtook about a year and a half ago by this point now. Um, well, we talked about it in an ADSN, so it's got to be about a year. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and they're starting to roll things out. I don't know whether it's because uh, of what Hydrofighter said about it'd be cool if they'd be shareable and available to others, but also Bendu's mixtapes. I'm feeling perhaps maybe you can make a playlist with your collection and then share it with people to stream. That would be a really cool, interesting way of doing it. The issue um, with the streaming comes all the whole, like, if you own, don't own, royalties, all that stuff. I mean, you anyone can go to a Bandcamp page and listen to an ar- album or artist. Yeah. So it's interesting. One thing they could do maybe, like, they already do when you... It's an option as an artist you can do with an album is uh, after three listens, you know, request they buy it like pop up with a buy and then they can't listen unless they buy it that might be one way to a drive more purchases but also be just like um still give it to the public in a way it's interesting there's obviously a reason why if if this is the case again this was late news we just put on to talk about i don't want to say for sure that it's not shareable but it seems like from their wording that it isn't and as more comes out we can clarify it either in the uh the comments or in another episode as the news unfolds but i just really want to talk about this potential like eon like saying good news it's got potential um bendu says i would love to share a playlist with my mixes yeah now i get that and frequency control center sorry curtis says such a simple feature it's crazy it's only just been added yeah i mean that's the interesting thing it there's got to be a reason why it's only just been added and then why further things like public sharing isn't available yeah, I mean, I may, maybe it's just they will bring it out eventually. Maybe it's yeah. just a case they'll roll, roll, roll out. It might be a UI thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Again, maybe also I imagine also a permissions thing. Again, buying versus Exactly, that's what I think it really comes yeah. down to. The way they, because anybody can post on Bandcamp. You don't have to go through a distributor. And I think mm. as things like playlists come out, that's getting into like royalty territory and things like that. So I don't know. I I wonder, I wonder if they're going to go to a form of, say, a, a, a mix between, say, Spotify and Patreon, where, like, you subscribe to an artist directly. In the same way that you can do now, you can you can mm-hmm. have them on bank. I can't remember what it is. Subscriptions? Can, is, it, is that it's just Bandcamp subscriptions? Yeah. yeah. So you can do that, and then that would, for example, if you subscribe, subscribe to Bendu, for example you would then bendy would be able to share his playlists and his mixtapes with people he subscribes to who could then I think it's perhaps... still an issue though for the artists on it well it's not like their subscription 
Well, yeah, but then, I mean, they I guess would have you can to split royalty or something, they, right? Split royalty or something like that, or perhaps the idea of, you know, you can listen three times before you have to buy, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We'll see. But these are all just our thoughts. This is nothing about what it will or won't be. As of now, from the way it looks, it looks like you can just, as a user, make a playlist from your collection with songs from your collection, and then you can listen to them. You can download them to listen offline. I think it took a long time for them to even do offline download. I think that was only a recent. uh, I'd be curious, Bandcamp listeners, let me know if you know the answer. I think it was only fairly recently that offline downloading for on your phone was possible on the app i think that was a pretty recent thing uh lastly david says it's it's still cool if listeners like the feature for sure and then bendu says there's a there is a third party bandcamp playlist thing but it was pretty awkward when i checked it out yeah maybe that's why this is going to be a slow rollout that it might be something with the way bandcamp was coded or something you know i don't know but they have epic on their side now so i mean well you know. this is what makes me think maybe perhaps it's maybe it's a simple case of just server space maybe like yeah, could be talking i think i go back to what ian lake would when we last talked about spotify mm-hmm. um, and what ian lake was saying about the amount of server space and physical manifestation of stuff yeah. that it takes to host the, the servers maybe it's a case they just they're working up to having the bandwidth essentially it's quite possible you would think they yeah. could do it pretty quickly with all of the epic stuff but maybe it's a thing of cost versus uh like cost value yeah. you know cost benefit or something in terms of like what bank makes or something to that effect but i think it's really cool news and it, it just as i mentioned when the first news of epic buying it came out i'm very curious to see where it all goes like, I just, I feel like there's a reason Epic bought Bandcamp and we're not seeing it. And we even said it might take a year, two years, three years. And now we're seeing some interesting new changes. So I'm just curious to see where it goes. Yeah, entirely. Um, and trying to ever, stay optimistic about it. Ever more reason to get, uh, if, you're, if you're not on Bandcamp and you focus heavily on streamers, it's never a better time to get on Bandcamp than now because something is happening. And there is something. And again, as you always say, Sam Warper, it's better to be everywhere. And many, I know the, uh, many younger artists or many people coming through releasing their first stuff are focusing on distribution via DistroKid and stuff like that. It, again, now is never a better time to get on Bandcamp. Yeah, it's, and it's it's really easy to get on there. If anybody, I think most of our listeners use Bandcamp and, and know it, but if anybody wants us to talk about putting your music on Bandcamp and or we are also going to do a look at all the distributors and the pros and cons for 2023 in the near future. But we can throw that in. Just let us know in the comments or in the chat and we can talk about it. But yeah, there are a lot of people that don't put their music on Bandcamp and it's interesting to not put it there because that's like a direct way to support an artist. Very much so. Very much so. That is, uh, uh, we got one more piece of news. Uh, well, it's kind of half news, half uh, marketing, I suppose. Uh, so I suppose it's a nice little blend, a nice little segue into everything else. So <laughs> yeah. this week we've got a bit of a blendy. Marketing. Everything's been blended in marketing yeah. and whatnot. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting one. Lots of announcements and lots of things coming through. Um, so in our uh, marketing uh, segment, <laughs> I might say. That uh, sounds like, uh, <laughs> oh, what was that show? Oh, man, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, the, oh. Pinky in the brain, Narf. Pinky in the brain, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we going to? Well, in the name of taking over the world, uh, Instagram has introduced broadcast channels because uh, they're going to try and edge out a bit of YouTube. It looks like. Um, 
they're introducing one-way broadcast channels uh, to from people who can subscribe uh, or follow in a similar vein to everyone else. Um, people you can follow, and you can send information directly. You can stay up to date. So you can send texts, you can send photos, voice notes, etc., polls, and basically cut out in the middleman. You can have di- or seemingly direct contact with an artist in its own right. Um, for now. They are only one way, as in the 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 sub the the artists can hit the subscribers and they can interact, but they can't send stuff back. Um, and eventually, it looks like they'll be either open or subscription only. Can you um, just zoom in on that a little bit, if you can? Yeah. Sorry to can. cut off yeah. your flow. Yeah, that perfect. was the only flow we got. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you want to show on this one here? Yeah, just move it a little to your left. That I cannot. Okay, then zoom okay. back just a pinch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, there we go. So yeah, um, basically, I mean, I've seen a bits and bobs of these from Instagram where you can now subscribe to channels as yeah. well as follow. They also have a new thing about gifting. You can like gift in Messenger or something. Right. Like you can allow gifts so people can... It's kind of like... The PayPal option you can put on Spotify where someone can, like, donate, I guess, so to speak. Right. Okay. So again, patron. Kind of, again, going directly from the artist to the follower or to the to the, to the the fan, yeah. I suppose. Um, so that's going to be a really interesting one. I don't, they'll probably roll it out over your end of the Atlantic before mine. Mm, um, yeah, probably. Unless so it's should... Spotify who rolls out things and then just takes it away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Apparently, um, for you, you got that first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I th- like I say, I think it was a little bit of a test. I think yeah. it was in part of my wrapped thing and all that kind of Interesting. thing. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's, I mean, that's a cool one coming out of Instagram. I mean, it's quite obvious that they're just trying to push out YouTube in a way and go for platforms well, and stuff. It like just that. seems that maybe it's always been, but it seems like right now, all of these social media uh, sites are all just competing with each other. Like, they do this, so now we're introducing this. It's like nothing necessarily original, mm-hmm. per se. Or one of them starts something that's original, but then they all just try to do the same rather than kind of altering it to fit their aesthetic. Very much it's so. interesting. Um, yeah, so the race to the bottom is always on. Uh, <laughs> TikTok-stagram so book or whatever. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Um, we have just had a ding dong from hydro fighter who is in the lobby uh so should we move across to the round robin yeah unless uh, anybody in the chat has anything they want to add about the social media stuff but uh i think we should just yeah move on over go on through uh for those unfamiliar this is uh hydro fighter is one of our patrons um very lovingly um and he there all our patrons get access to the google meet link in which we talk um and we invite them to come on share their thoughts see what they've been up to that kind of thing um and so yeah hydro fighter has been a staple of that since the very first episode and as we come on to a year it's lovely to see him come back he's been off for a couple of weeks so yeah let's bring him in let's bring him yeah. in oh okay everything's going hey why hello how's it going hey guys what's up steve how's it going can you see me can you yeah hear we me? got you I see you can hear cool, you cool. i haven't seen you for a while how you been i've been uh, pretty good i can't complain too much so yeah i haven't been on the show for a while i haven't seen uh eon uh 
in a while either. So a little disappointed he's not here, but good to see him in the chat. He's been having his tech issues, so blame his uh, internet service provider. And he's a techie, too. Give your disappointment to his internet service provider. Yeah, he was even saying, he was like, he knows it's not on his end, so it makes it even worse. I mean, Ian, like, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but that's what you were saying. (laughs) All all of his synthesizers and uh, modular stuff isn't taking too much of a load off. Yeah, it's not not this time. Not like that one ADSN where he's like, let me just turn the modular on, and then everything just died. (laughs) So very much so. So, how's your favorite? What have you been doing? What's been going on? You were last I'm doing this. I mean, ironically, I'm doing the same thing as Ian. I'm building a parent template and just going to be able to mix and match uh, instruments nice. uh, as I see fit. So, that's what I've been up to. Musically. Nice. Very yeah, cool. That's what you need. That's what you need. Um, it's always nice to see. Uh, for this uh, particular round robin, we are chatting about setups, live setups. Yeah, just um, really quick. Ian, like, says he's even more disappointed than you are. So. Good. I'm going to cry. <laughs> he, he may be crying if he's watch. more disappointed, you know. Don't watch, man. You guys... <laughs> so let's talk round robin. What is the round robin for those new, Curtis? So uh, for those uh, new, uh, the round robin is where we bring something to the table, be it about production, be it about something existential or philosophical in the in the production world, or something completely different, but something to do with our production game and being producers. Um and we bring it and we talk about it. We share our ideas and kind of in the name of getting that information out so we can kind of have a talk about it. And that's what it is, essentially, in a very rambly way. So I'm not good at explaining this week. <laughs> you got to write it down or something to read it off. <laughs> ah, yeah, very much so. Um, oh, so, really yeah, quick, that's... though, uh, before we move fully into the round robin, I do want to say I don't know if anybody has heard there's a bit of controversy with Meta, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, about their new $12, I believe, verification. We will talk about that next week. I didn't have much time to look into it, and I want to make an informed discussion about it. So just if anybody's curious, since we were talking about other meta things, we'll be talking about that next week. Very much so. Um, I mean, it's even used to me, so it's a good one. I told you right before we went live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But as, in, as in, that is news to me. Yeah, I think it's somewhat widespread because it's, it's both... Mark Zuckerberg talked about it, and then uh, Adam Masseri talked about it, and then all these like Instagram, you know, influencers and stuff are talking. There's a lot of talk about it, let's say, but I just want to read more about what it is, what it offers. I mean, I never like monetization of these things, but I just want us to have more of an informed discussion about it. But yeah, it is something if anybody is curious, and we'll talk about it next week. I like the way you said uh, he spoke about it, Mark Zuckerberg. It's a very nice way of saying teased between his forked tongue. Um. <laughs> However you want to put it, I, I just, he just, well, I think he wrote it. I don't know if he even said it, so who knows? Cool, we'll see, we'll see. Um, but yes, anyway, this week's round robin. Um, <laughs> very simply, uh, I uh, obviously wrote this a while ago and didn't come back to it. Uh, the explanations of our live setups. Um uh, Eon Lake, Sumble for myself, and to a degree, uh, Hydrofighter. Um, we've all been looking at playing live and setting up live, live streaming, basically taking the electronic game, which has been traditionally uh, in dark, uh, darkened rooms at three o'clock in the morning, to uh, the live world around people and bringing people to seeing what we do. And we all have a different way of doing it. So I just wanted to share some ideas. So anyone thinking about trying to do the same thing might 
know where they can kick off in respect yeah. to theirs. Asaf Stripe, one of our patrons, put a lovely live set in our Discord earlier this week, and it's a completely different live set to any of us, and I didn't think it was possible until he spoke yeah, about and, it on the Discord. and we talked with him about this on uh, our last Star Stream, which is our patron hangout. It was really cool. It kind of was the genesis of this idea for the Round Robin, where we all kind of talked about our live setups. And I also, as Curtis and I have both done it recently, want to talk kind of live stream setup versus the live set. Mm. So, uh, the uh, live stream setup then. So, which one of you gentlemen would like to go first? Hydrofighter? Uh, no, um, Sunwerper can go first. I'm going to piggyback off him this time. <laughs> no right, problem. Yeah, so uh, I can hopefully, my microphone might be in the way a little bit, but this is my live stream setup, MIDI Mountain. Uh, I am running the circuit. MIDI out of the circuit goes into the Behringer MS1, and I don't know if you can see it, but the Dreadbox Erebus. Uh, and then I have the Prophet to perform. I send the Prophet and the circuit into my Focusrite, and then the Focusrite goes through Logic with Loopback, which I'll talk about in a second, into Streamlabs OBS. So everything is going live from Streamlabs OBS, and um, the way, at least from what I know about Apple, the way you can get audio from one program to talk to another is with this program called Loopback, and it just kind of houses all the audio and sends it out. Someone could probably explain that better than me. I'm just a musician, but I know that's how you do it. Um, and that's how it works for me. You can check out my live stream on my YouTube if you want to see. So that's kind of the setup. And then I wasn't able to get a picture of my, and I can't share my screen, but when I do Streamlabs, I have several scenes. So basically I have a start scene that's just like a little Sun Warper logo, or for Audionautic, it's just the starting soon screen with music. And then I go to something on my channel that has the music playing saying starting soon or whatever. And then I cut to the last scene or the third scene actually, which is the main scene as I call it. And then I have all my different sources. So the window capture, the camera capture, if I'm doing camera versus something on the screen and then all the music and things like that, I have my microphone set up. So that's kind of my setup. And then you can just kind of go between things for audio nautic. I think we'll do a full thing breaking down how we live stream audio nautic, but there's a lot more to it because we have video segments as another scene that we do where we turn on videos and things like that. But that's basically the setup. If anybody has any questions, either uh, in our call or in the chat, just let me know. Um, but that's my setup. It worked really well. The only thing, like I said, was I, I didn't balance the microphone level with the loopback level when I was going live. And so the loopback sound from Logic was a lot louder, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's that's quite a chain, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. Just in, I'm just disappointed that that Marshall behind you isn't just pumping volume out. Yeah, dude, I'd go <laughs> deaf if I did that. I'm actually, I think I mentioned it in a star stream, but I'm actually thinking of selling those. So if anybody's interested in either a Marshall, I think it's a JCM 2000 or a Mesa Boogie uh, dual recto, let me know because I, I can't play them in here, it's too small to hear the click. I mean, I can jam on them, but I can't actually like record with them, so it's kind of a bummer, but yeah. It isn't it supposed to be rock and roll, man? Yeah, it's gotta yeah. be loud. It's gotta be to loud. 11, bro. I, I don't want tinnitus. I'm a mastering engineer, so I don't need more tinnitus and to go deaf. That's what you've got visual spectrums for, though. Who needs ears when you no, can no, see no. waves? Mr. No <laughs> reference tracks. You shouldn't even be talking. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, it sounds quite... It's interesting. I do, um, do want to say, though, like, my live setup for performing is completely different. It's way more simple. It's literally, like, either just the SP, which is what I'll be doing next week for a live show on YouTube, or I'll do, like, the SP and the circuit, because the sampler, the SP-404, can house long-form playback or individual stems, and then the circuit I can perform things on. And even on the SP, it's got chromatic mode, so I can put, like, a single note and just jam on it. So very different setups. But yeah. Okay. I suppose that's just that comes down to whether or not how much gear you want to lug around. Exactly. Yeah. Portability is key for me if I'm playing mm-hmm. somewhere. So just taking like an SP or an SP and a Volca or something. Nice and easy. I saw uh, 59 Perlin. He's got a new life setup where he's triggering everything on a launch control. Yeah. And he's got the expressive E, that thing where you push. Yeah, those things are cool. I think a- we talked about that in an episode a long time ago. I believe we did, yeah. Um, so yeah, Hydrofighter. Have you got anything to add to yours? Piggybacking? Uh, mine's totally different, though. I mean, I'm all set up with MIDI controllers, and yeah. I haven't done any streaming yet, but it's it's coming. It's in the pipeline, and my setup for streaming would be the same as what I would do in a live situation, which is mm-hmm. basically going to be the key step, managing any harmonic uh, loops or pitches, and using the beat step to do any rhythmic patterns, and then using the APC-40 to control volumes and control effects, control real-time parameters on some of the soft synths. Uh, really portable. I mean, three three uh, pieces of hardware plugged into the mothership and um, take it anywhere. I mean, I, I could literally walk with all of that gear somehow in bags yeah Uh, that's key for live performance are you also going to be live streaming too with that setup like i don't know so much if i'll do live streaming or just pre-record it and then publish it Mm -hmm. but um i think that's yet to be determined just kind of i'm just getting to that point where i'm experimenting more with the hardware and how i want to develop the songs the idea of what i want to do is not have anything pre-recorded or Mm pre-sequenced um, I'll have the sounds kind of designed, but really the the beat step and the key step are going to control all the, the sequencing or harmonic uh, loops. So it's it's uh, semi improvisational. Is that what you're going for? Yeah, I think what it'll be it was probably at least initially will be rehearsed and then performed, and ideally I want to get to a full blown improvisational uh, set setup, I'd improvised like setup. That. Yeah. Uh, the, the, yeah, I mean, that sounds like a great, great way of doing it. A great way of, uh, blending that notion (laughs) of shady is throwing some shade at you. He says, uh, so mobile will be gigging at our local (laughs) McDonald's and FCC also said, I'm interested in this, trying to work out how to do more live setups. Uh, FCC, I think you're using reason, right? I did a live show using reason where I would just have some pre-recorded MIDI, not pre-recorded, uh, some set MIDI for like a full 20 minute set, right? And I would just send that two synths and then I had a, a backing track and I'd perform as well. Uh, there's a lot you can do even in Reason if you just do like a long set or something like that. But um, if you have any questions, let us know in the chat, we'll talk about it. Yeah, and I think my goal is gonna be to do an album like this though. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, what what we see a lot of is people releasing their their music and then they, get a gig that pops up and they think wait how am i going to configure this how am i going to do this live mm-hmm. there's a million different ways you can do it what's the most real way to do it the audience probably can't tell from you pushing buttons that 
something's real or not. I mean, I'm not going to Tiesto this thing and hit one button and just <laughs> pump my pump my arms, right? Oh, I would have showed up That'd to a great McDonald's tiesto. for that. <laughs> That's the one thing to get me to go to a McDonald's. Hydro Fighter doing a Tiesto and going like that. Well, I'm assuming that Shady's my agent on all this stuff, and I, I just, I, I, I'm getting the point, getting the vibe that it's going to be free cheeseburgers for a year. Oof. Oh, right. Although that could potentially add some fat around the face and around the belly. <laughs> Not if you're doing this though. That burns a lot of calories. You know, that's a lot. Yeah. Maybe put like a a weight on your wrist and just you know you're burning tons of calories like that. Good plan. Good plan. Over in the chat, uh, FCC says I need to work on portability. Not sure my old reel to reel tape looper is very portable. You could always get mm. a looper like the what is it RC five hundred five that Roland or yeah, the SP. Yeah. You know, I'm biased there. But a looper, even one of those looper pedals might be nice. Uh, he also says, yes, I think, to him using Reason. And then he's thinking of that kind of thing, I think, with the setup I was talking about in Reason. Bendu is looking forward to the Improv Hydro Fighter album. Yeah. <laughs> Curtis, what about you? What is your setup looking like? Well, uh, my live setup and my live stream setup are looking fairly similar. I think the only difference is the use of or not taking the guitar. Um, so I've got, um, the, I've got all my gear. So as you can see here, I've got the ultra Nova, I've got the monologue over here. I've got a MIDI keyboard, which is a Nectar 49. I've got a bass plugged in and I've got a guitar plugged in. Um, they all go into the, my Rubik's 44, uh, which then go into Ableton. And then I've got the launch control, uh, the launch control XL for the mix the channeling the mixer and right now i've got the apc mini uh, mark one um and i'm debating whether or not to upgrade that to the mark two or get another launch control xl mm -hmm. so if anyone has any thoughts or comments on that that would be greatly appreciated because i'm in a bit of a conundrum because it's again it's like one of those choose your pokemon things yeah um, you can't go wrong just choose one uh, well, you can always do the trading thing with another game boy to get uh, the other ones Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I've got. And then when I'm live streaming, I am a Windows user. I'm not a Mac user, so I don't need loopback. But I have uh, I have a plugin from Reaper called Restream, which goes on the master of uh, my, in my case Ableton, which then goes into Streamlabs. And it's there's a bit of finicky stuff, but basically they talk to each other to get the the sound mm -hmm. coming in. No need for loopback or anything like that. Yeah. Um, then in yeah, my I think scenes, that's a Mac problem. It's a Mac thing. It's yeah, a Mac needing yeah, loopback sure. as a to have them communicate to each other. Yeah. Um, and then from that, we've got um, I've got scenes, so I've got a transmission incoming, similar to one that we've got on the show. I've got uh, the main studio, which is my DSLR into in DSLR USB into the into the laptop. Sorry, not into there. You don't know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I've got I've got a scene which puts me in the corner and then you can see my Ableton. So what's actually I'm doing in Ableton itself. Um, and then I've got a scene where I've just literally today, today I've just put it in a scene two where I've got an overhead with my webcam so you can see what's going on over the top of here because before for a long time it was just my back, which apparently <laughs> is not very good for aesthetic. Uh, personally, I love my back, but you know... <laughs> You know, it's all about might depend on the back i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um it's all of that 
And then when I go live, it's basically just these four. So one, two, three, four. And what instead of a lot of instruments, I've got a lot of MIDI instruments, which I'll play on the launch pad because you can turn it into a synth and stuff like that and play around with that. Um, and yeah, that's kind of what I'm calling the cockpit because it could all be done sitting down in a comfy chair in my dressing gown. Um, <laughs> that's the best way to do a live set, no? Uh, so yeah, that's my live set. Do you guys get nervous about having too much sometimes? Where yeah, I mean, if if your focus is is you have too much to look at, I mean, are you afraid that you're going to make a mistake in a performance because you? have too much to play with i mean i don't know if i asked that question very clearly obviously but well i mean my sun warper live stream setup is a lot simpler than my audio nautic live stream setup because i i host both right so like i was saying the one i have for audio nautic is super complicated and it is kind of a lot because i have to control our mics and like mute them when we're switching between things and stuff like that so that does sometimes get to be a lot but it, i mean with practice it's become a lot better and then with my personal like live performance stuff i mean i'm so used to this setup like i don't view this as a lot right this is kind right. of like home for me because i've been using it for like a year or two like in different builds and things like that it, it gets a little complicated like i messed up with the mic audio right like i thought i had tested it but then you know i wasn't when i was live streaming my mic was a lot quieter than logic so when the song was playing and I was talking is like, you can't really hear what I'm saying. At least that's how I viewed it. But people were, were responding to me. So they obviously could hear it. So, you know, we're always our harshest critic, right? So, I mean, I'm looking at this in an analytical lens uh, from my own experience. But yeah, I, I, I get what you mean. It can be, but you just, it's practice. And yeah. like we said at the start, one of the beauties of live streaming is everyone's there to see you do something live, right? So the mistakes and all, that's kind of the point of it. It's not this carefully curated presentation. It's you as you are creating music or, you know, like in our case, discussing gear and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I'm just trying to <clears throat> simplify my template so whatever I do is consistent. Yeah. You know? So right. there's a lot of consistency from instrument to instrument to instrument to instrument. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that's one thing. I Yeah, it's definitely something like the idea of uh, moving from one piece to another. Like when I move from, say, the monologue, because it's also got a MIDI out so it can act and play a, play a MIDI VST. Mm -hmm. There's two. It's like switching between the two. And I'm like, ah, crap, you know, I'm playing audio. I should be playing MIDI, that kind of thing. Um but um, I also frame it a bit different. I don't know if anyone's ever tuned into or seen any of my live live streams that I've been doing recently. It's very uh, off the cuff, and it's kind of like hit record and see what plays. And there are wrong notes, and there are um, bits and bobs that go, don't go awry. And then I pick up the guitar and I go, ah, oh, you know what? I don't want guitar. I want I want this. <laughs> and then you know, there's lots of editing. I think, and it's, it's kind of it's more about the pro the process as opposed to like performing i think i'll get to the stage when i'm performing i know the gear in and out but right now i'm just like you know i'm gonna have a cup of tea and see what kind of comes out uh, so yeah wrong notes and getting stuff wrong i love it it's great it's jazz man <laughs> it's, it's jazz, jazz. there's yeah. no wrong jazz. notes it's improv <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah um so that's me um that's me um anything else to add gentlemen i just want to give one little marketing minute okay. tip that I had discovered and I told Curtis because we were having issues when we would finish the live stream for Audionautic, I would edit out the long intro, right? And then it would make a new 
video without the chat, without any likes or comments and without any of the views. And I could never figure out what it was. It was always like weird. So we just stopped doing that. So what I figured out was you have to wait until the video has finished processing. Like any live stream you do on YouTube, it has to process. And you can find that out by when you go to the analytics or the YouTube studio and you go to that video, you'll see an option to do an end screen and ID cards. And if those are grayed out, it'll say video is still processing. That's when you know, don't make an don't make any trimmings to the video. Once you can do that, you can trim out intros and outros and things like that, and it will stay as the same video. So if anybody's doing live streams on YouTube, uh, that's just, it's a really good way to know so that you can cut out those long intros because on watchback, a lot of people don't want to see that or they don't want to try to find the part or hit a timestamp. So you can just cut it right out, but you have to wait until it's processed. That That's what would include the chat when you publish it out mm. again for replay. Yeah. So what would happen if you, if you, do it before it's finished processing it'll just have like an empty chat in the this new version mm-hmm. whereas if you wait until it's processed and you edit you won't because what happens is when you're doing the edit if it's not processed it'll say save and create new like where the save button is on the trim when you've when the video is finished processing and you go to that it just says save so that's how you'll know it Good also enough. pops up with a warning that will say this is going to create a new one or something like that. But yeah, so just wait until it's processed. And like I said, you'll know if the end screen option is there for the video, it's processed. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, what are your live setups? People watching in the chat or listening back? Um, how are you doing it? What are you getting through? Um, everyone has a different setup and each one is just as valid and lovely and everything can be learned from it. So let us know if you feel like sharing. Drop us a comment or let us know uh, down the line. Yeah, and um, we're about to finish, so you're welcome to hop over to our Discord and let us know. Speaking of which, uh, next week will be our 50-second broadcast, which we would have been doing this for a whole year. Um, I I believe I think we've only missed one. I believe we've only missed one in that time. I could be wrong. But anyway, not the point. My point is... But it is a year fifth. of live streams because the exactly. 52 yeah. means we did 52 a year's worth of ADSN. So. Exactly. Yeah. And we're, we're, it is great. This is a cool little thing for us. Uh, and we're very happy. And this community that we're building, the people watching, still watching, you are the heart of this community. Uh, you're, you're here all the way through, you know. And the idea that we want to kind of... Uh, see that and we want to breathe that so if you would go over to our discord in the adsn channel let's know what it means to be an audio note like what what have you taken if there's anything you've taken away from what we've been doing over the last year what is that we'd like to know we're going to have a little segment next week um talking about the community and the community that's growing and that involves community uh, we had a lovely video from our patron uh asf stripe earlier today um which was lovely let us know um Let's just, it's just a couple of words here and there. We'll read it out. We'd really like to hear from you. Yeah, we appreciate it. And it means the world to have you all with us. That's like part of it. Together we grow. It's just the journey that we're on. It's so much fun to talk about all these things. And, and especially with our patrons uh, who help support us and what we do with this, but also just with those talks we do on Starstream and in the patron chats on Twitter and Discord. It's great. Uh, and if you want to join our Discord, the link is in the description uh, near the bottom of the description. I'm just looking right above our playlist, which latest and greatest of independent, chill IDM electronic music. So if you want to check out some new tunes, head over to it. It's going to get a big update on Friday. Well, wink, wink. There we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Excellent. That's a final word. Any final words, Hydrofighter, before we go off air for today? No, I think you guys have it covered because usually Eon says thanks to everybody in the chat. Mm, he's, so <laughs> good he's so good at that. Um, it's, it's been lovely to see you again, uh, Hydrofire. It's, been a, it's, it's been a minute. It's good so to it's see you to guys. It. Good to be on. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to have you here. Um, and everyone else watching back on, thank you ever so much. We love you. Um, we'll see you uh, next week and we'll all have little party hats on. So, yeah, <laughs> it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for watching.